ladies and gentlemen, the day has finally come. I don't sound too excited. And we're back. He said finally as if he's waiting. <laughs> this episode... So, so it feels real? No. Not yet. This episode is going to be a lot of sighing. A lot of negativity. A lot of sadness. And... That is because Patrice Bergeron has oh. retired from ah. professional hockey. I mean, Why are we like, here? What matters anymore? <laughs> Nothing. What are the Bruins without Bergeron? Okay, maybe that's too existential of a question, but it kind of... Kind of... If I would have told you two years ago that um, uh, Patrice, I mean, Milan Lucic would, end up, would be in a Bruins jersey after Bergeron retires, what would you, what would your reaction have been? Like, the only way I could have seen that happening is if Bergeron had some insane, maybe he had like a double punctured lung or something this time, you know, and was forced to retire. Like, that's the only way that two years ago me would have believed that. I, yeah. Lucic oh is going to be on the team next year, and Bergeron, and more than likely Krejci will not. That's... Uh, <laughs> oh. We, uh, we don't, we didn't have any sort of set plan for this episode, obviously, other than just talk about Bergeron because it's going to be all over the place. It's going to just be it's going to be a lot. And I I was thinking about this last night like comparing this to um cuz like the honestly like the biggest retirement I can think of that actually like compares to this is is more so Rask, but even then it's not the same level cuz and yes, you can say Chara, but he wasn't even on the Bruins for the last two seasons of his career. So, you know, that ship had already sort of sailed. It's and while his hurt. retirement was still upsetting and everything, it wasn't the same as, you know, someone that was still with the team. And even then with Rask, like, he only came, like, he came back halfway through a season, played four games, got hurt, his retirement got leaked. Because someone, well, I mean, I remember who it was, but because uh, reporter decided to leak someone's retirement instead of letting them do that on their own, which I'm still so against. Wait, what? Who? Wait. What? Yeah, it it came out during like it was came out during like the second period of a Bruins game. I think it was Fluto that leaked it. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, and, like, it was just the Bruins were playing a game, and, you know, Rask was obviously hurt, so it was Allmark and Swayman back in, and, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was Fluto. I'm not 100%, but, yeah. Huh. I assume. Huh. I, I forgot all about that. That feels like a... 
like a decade ago. But yeah, no. Okay. All and right. that was less than a year and a half ago. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> it <laughs> sure. was February 2022. That's, uh, yeah. That, that was the time. Yeah. But, yeah, I was thinking, like, you know, comparing it to Rask, and it's like, sure, we, you know, maybe could have partially seen Rask's coming, but as someone who absolutely loved <laughs> everything about Tuka Rask, believe it or not. You like Tuka Rask? Yeah, shocker. Um, I didn't know that. For Bergeron, too. Rask episode. Yeah, I'm going to make it all about him. Um for Bergeron to be retiring. That's just... We we knew it would be the worst of, like, all of the core that's been around for the last 10 years, but... Man, is it the worst. Like, when... It, last night, I was, you know, yeah, wow, Bergeron's retired. And then I watched, like, highlight videos from, like, obviously, like, the cup year, and stuff sooner even this past season and once you watch those highlights you're like wow i'm never gonna see that player again yeah that's when it really hits you like f word (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean hey he goes out as you know on the top of his game still which he wanted to do, which he said today in his press conference, which we'll go over, I'm sure. But, yep. oh, yeah, no, I mean, I was at work and, you know, just doing my thing. I pull up my phone to check it and I just see a tweet notification like, oh, what are the Bruins doing now? And it said, a statement from Patrice Bergeron. And mm-hmm. I, I swear I almost hit the floor. <laughs> yeah. I had to like walk away from what I was doing and process, which I'm st- I think I'm still processing it. Yeah, definitely. But, oh, and it, it's one of those things that you knew was coming, but you never thought it would actually, actually happen. Actually happen. And, well, yeah. here we are. Yeah. And... Yeah, my. My experience was um, I was sleeping in and then I woke up at like 11.45 or noon, something like that, to a text from one of my friends that said, I'm sorry for your loss. And I immediately got worried that there was an actual death that happened. (laughs) And so I, you know, quickly scrolled through everything like, you know, went notifications, and then within 10 seconds, I saw, I just saw the word Patrice Bergerat and retire, and I was like, oh. You pinched yourself. Am I dreaming? Am I dreaming? And I was like, please, please, it's a nightmare, right? <laughs> yeah. I... What do you say about someone who was... Perfect? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really, like... There's there's nothing negative for us to point to. There's nothing there's nothing bad. There's only good things to say about Bergeron. Definitely. And I mean 
I was thinking earlier we could sit here for like four hours and just think of positive adjectives for Patrice Bergeron. No, and like we, I think it would take us a couple days to get through half. <laughs> just pull up the the thesaurus and just keep coming up with ways oh, to justify each new word. <laughs> it's just obviously what a player. What a person. Everything I say feels redundant because we mm-hmm. know who Patrice Bergeron is. Yeah. I mean, doesn't get much better than that. You know, the impact on not just the Bruins, not just the city of Boston, but the entirety of the hockey world is just immensely better because of him and everything he did. And I, I don't like this. <laughs> I, I wish... Man, I can't believe they lost to the Panthers. All right, I had to say it. I can't. I can't. I know. That being the way he goes out. And then you just... was, you think back to that hug with Marsh. Oh. Oh. Yeah, no, I just have his like stick salute to the fans. After still after losing to Panthers and, you know, overtime. Still just imagining that replaying in my head. Where, like, that's how that's how he goes out. And obviously, it's not his fault that they lost. <laughs> no, it's all his fault. Yeah, it's... Montour took a shot, deflected off him, right to him. Okay. Or, no, it wasn't Montour who took the shot. I don't... I'm just messing around anyways. It's <laughs> not that serious. Yeah. No, I mean... Oh, anyways. All right. <laughs> yeah, this is just a therapy episode, pretty much. Um, <laughs> Let's... Can I quickly ask you something? You you can quickly ask me something? Okay. I've seen some things from some, I would say disingenuous people on the Twitterverse. Have you? Did you know that some not-so-awesome people are on Twitter? What do you mean? Saying Isn't it that, the Xverse? Oh, yes. XX. That's right. That's, yeah. I'm, that logo that is... That logo is so ugly. It's something. <laughs> but <laughs> I saw people saying that Bergeron's career might be looked at through too much of rose-colored glasses and they only got one cup, and he's not. What do you What do you have to say about that? I think I know your answer. It's bullshit. It is. <laughs> That's the right way to put that. Thank you. It. He played over fourteen hundred total games between the regular season and playoffs. Had over eleven hundred. Well, he had eleven hundred and sixty-eight total points between the regular season and playoffs. 477 total goals, 691 assists. He's not the only defensive forward, though. (laughs) Yeah, my bad. He won the Selkie six times, was nominated 12 times. (laughs) That might be good. I saw something uh, from Jay Fresh. He tallied up the total Selkie votes over the last... Let me pull it up here. Um, okay. From 2011-2012 season to this past season, 12 seasons, 
There were 1,941 Selkie Trophy ballots submitted. Out of all those ballots, 92% of them had Patrice Bergeron on them. You know, smart. Uh, 48% of them had Bergeron in first place. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then you got the replies here. Demonstrates how it's a sham award based on reputation and matters largely invisible and not prone to comparability. That dude's just using big words. I, I hate when people do that. <laughs> I'm going to use big words so that way people can't tell me I'm wrong. And you know what, though? That kind of like, that kind of thing where it's like, oh, it's just a sham. It's like, no, it's just Patrice Bergeron. It's okay. Like, yeah, like. He makes it look like it's a sham because he's You don't so good. see people yelling the same thing about McDavid winning the heart. It's like, no, he's just the best under this award criteria. Like. Now, who the hell left Bergeron off their Selkie ballot this year? I don't I know. Yeah, one person did because he's got ninety nine percent this past and it year. Was that makes sense. Last year, oh no, last year he was one hundred percent. But yeah, someone did leave him off this year. I mean, remember he's right. not the only defense two A four. You're you're right. Yeah, that's that's insane. That in twelve seasons he was first place on forty eight percent of ballots. <laughs> <laughs> like what? But yeah, um, he he like he literally just came off. I mean, I I can say one of the best seasons of his career. They're all just really good seasons. I and hey, he wanted to go out on top. I was hoping that, or at least go out on top for in terms of his skill level his personal skill level. I was hoping that he would still keep playing, considering he uh, can definitely still play, but mm -hmm. you know, you have to respect his decision after 19 years with the team, 1,400 games. You know, you can't you can't say anything bad about him choosing to finally prioritize his body, especially, yeah, and his family as well. Especially because what he just had his was it third or fourth kid? Fourth, I think I heard. I don't know. Um, Patrick Lalime from TVA left Bergeron off of his Selkie ballot, and he had Mitch Marner winning it. Isn't that a former goalie? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I, I swear he played with the Sens and the Sabres at one point. Yep. That's that's what I came up with when I Googled the name. Yep. He's got a Sabres. Uh, let's see. That's, actually, let's look at this guy's career real quick. He played 444 <laughs> games. He had a career 905 save percentage. Leave Patrice Bergeron alone, man. Not cool. And he, the guy's from Quebec. That's like a... <laughs> you should be bonding. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a jerk. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, uh, dominance, basically. Yeah, that's Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. It's just like, just looking at this. You know, he was drafted in the 2003 entry draft. Came in and played for the Bruins in 71 games in 2003-2004. Uh, 
0405 played with Providence because yeah, um, and with you know 61 points in 68 games. Then he comes back to the NHL next season 0506 puts up 73 points in 81 games with 31 goals. Next season 0607 70 points in 77 games. In 2008 he played only 10 games because he was hurt. 0809 39 points in 64 games. 9-10, he's at 52 and 73. 10-11, 57 points in 80 games, along with 20 points in 23 playoff games en route to, you know, winning the Stanley Cup. He scored two goals in Game 7 against the Canucks, and he had six total playoff goals. Clutch. Apparently. 64 then, 64 points in the next season. Um, I mean... For H.C. Logano, he had 29 points in 21 games when the NHL was on partial lockout in that year and came back and had 32 points in 42 games. Then you just see a run of 62, 55, 68, 53, 63, and 64. 79 points in 65 games, along with 17 points in 24 games in the playoffs en route to the cup final. I will have Yeah, I know. 56 and 61 in the pandemic cutoff year. 48 and 54 in the pandemic shortened year, 65 and 73 last year, or in the year that they lost to Carolina in the first round, and then 58 and 78 this past season. And, you know, someone who's guaranteed basically 60 points, 25 goals every year. And is like the best defensive forward in the game. You're never going to see another player that plays at such a high level in both ways as Bergeron did. Did past tense, goddamn. Sad. <laughs> Man. Like yep. I said, it's going to just be a lot of sign. <laughs> uh, I guess we could... I mean, the general reaction... Like, the Bruins... I don't know if anyone ended up asking Bergeron this um, today, because I haven't watched his whole 40-minute press conference. Um, but the Bruins put out a video yesterday of like all the players on the team uh, wishing him like good luck in retirement and everything. And that was recorded on lockout or locker cleanout day. Mm -hmm. So I guess we can assume that either the decision was close enough to being made at that point, or it was made that they felt that it was best to do that. Cause I don't imagine they just, you know, randomly got all the teammates being like, Hey, just in case, what if they did that last year too, and there's just some unreleased footage of Eric Holla thinking Patrice Bergeron? <laughs> yeah, and they're just gonna pull that out at the Eric Holla. Oh my god! And Josh ceremony. Brown. <laughs> Thank you, Patrice. Was Josh Brown on the team still last year? Twenty-two, right? Yeah, because he played in Carolina, right? He played in the Carolina series. Yeah, he was like second pair. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, he played one game. Oh. <laughs> Well, playoffs. Yeah, okay. He played 12 minutes in that one game. It was a minus two. Well, wow. 
you know, he tried his best. He did not break out into Fortnite. Anyway. Yeah, there it is. All right, the Josh Brown episode is wrapped. <laughs> yeah. All right, who else from the Bruins past are we mentioning tonight? We've mentioned Rask in significant detail, Josh Brown in significant detail. Who's next? Yager? Hey, he's I mean, Yager's training out here. Yeah, he. I think he's still deciding on whether or not to play again next year. But hey, he might end up playing longer than Bergeron does. Uh, Although at least that part's not surprising. It's Yager, you know. Yeah, he's just eternal. <sighs> Marshawn's part at the end of the uh, video. That Ooh, the you could tell he was crying. You could also tell like how uncomfortable Krejci was, like facing. <laughs> The idea. I'm right behind you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Pasternak in that as well. You saw Loco tweet out just <laughs> the photo of someone perfect. crying on the floor. It's like, yeah. And. Felt that. Crosby. 2013 and 2019 hurt, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to. I don't even want to think about that. Um, Crosby well, put I, out a I statement. It, I'm sorry. Through the Penguins' social media, I'm sure he could have also just texted Bergeron. I'm sure they have each other's numbers and everything. But I'm sure they called. Yeah. <laughs> if not immediately yesterday, maybe today. But and Bruce Cassidy put something out through Vegas's PR. Saw Lucic make a post. Chara made a post on Instagram. I think McAvoy made one today as well. Lindholm. And now he's Bergeron. Bergeron. Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah, I cope with humor. (sighs) So, what are we. It's just going to be it's going to be a lot, right? Like there's mm-hmm. there's so much we can say, so much we can go on about. Um and none of it would do it justice. Yeah. Honestly, Truly. this this sounds like it's kind of just going to be a gradual thing that even throughout next season we're going to be like, wow, I missed when Bergeron would do XYZ or <laughs> stuff Remember like that. Remember all the things we know? took for like, granted cuz Bergeron made it look so easy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then, yep. (sighs) And here we are. Unfortunately, here we are. I really, I mean, I'm glad that Bergeron's statement was, like, long and all drawn out and everything. I, you know, I wish I was able to read it all, especially in French. Um, But there's there's no way I'm doing a (laughs) five-minute audiobook reading of all of this out for this. But just... For him to come in and to have the impact on the organization and the hockey world in general that he did. City of Boston. Wherever you want to specify. It's just crazy. And by every account of every person that has like ever talked to him, he's just an incredibly down-to-earth and kind person and 
you don't always get that a lot, especially in especially in hockey circles. And always having him around the Bruins was always a nice thing to to have, I'm sure, for the team, for the org for you know, the GMs and everyone scouting and all of the staff just always having Bergeron available. Like even when he was hurt in the Florida series, he was still helping out the team. He was watching from above and texting Chris Kelly things that he was seeing and trying to help the team out. What a guy. Always cared about the team, always cared about the people. I remember the story about just Jamel Smith coming into the Bruins and he was struggling with his mental health and, you know, Bergeron had reached out to him and helped him out. Just a genuinely good person. I forgot all about that. Yeah. What can you say? But have a million different stories lined up about him. In his press conference today, um, I mean, yeah, he said that the way that 2023 ended didn't play much of a factor in his decision to retire. He was kind of going into this year on the one-year deal, thinking that was probably going to be his last year. So that is also likely why we had the um, the video just readily posted by the Bruin social media team with all the players saying thank you and everything. Um, and he wanted to end at the top of his game, so that's why that's why that happened. And I think this quote uh, from him really stuck out, which was. Which he said, what I always wanted was to be a good role model for the younger generation. The one thing I'll definitely say is that I left it all out there. I have no regrets. I gave my all. Which, ever, so easy to tell that that was truth. Yeah. Man, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. That, this talk is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah, I was hoping, you know, one, because it, it made more sense for us to not immediately record yesterday just because, you know, they said Bergeron's press conference was today. Um, Plus, we were just crying so much. So. Yeah, so it was just like, you know, wait for that. And also, hey, maybe we'll find more words to say. And, man. Man is <laughs> right. I just, I, I'm not ready for the top two centers. Obviously, you know, maybe <laughs> crazy surprises us and continues to play, but. Zaka Coil, either one in the first line. Um, I don't know <laughs> how I feel. 
Which, I mean, and obviously, like, that's no disrespect to Coil. The Coil had a real good... I mean, they both did. But why do you think they had such a good season? They were in lesser roles. Yeah. Coil was such and a especially... perfect... Which we've known this for since Coil became a Bruin, that that third line is the ultimate sweet spot for him. Mm-hmm. And... Obviously, no matter what, if the centers stay as it is, it'll be a by-committee thing, but... I miss Patrice Bergeron. All right, anyways. All right, I'm good. I got it out. Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't even want to think about lineup stuff and all that. It's... I just wanted to say... No, I know. Because, yeah, like... I don't want to think about it because they don't have, they don't really have great options and it's nothing against Coyle. It's nothing against Sokka, but they're not Patrice Bergeron. You know, yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> you, if any team lost their first line center, most of them are going to be screwed. Like, unless you're <laughs> yeah. the Penguins, you got Malkin to fill in. Remember um, last year when we were like, wow, Malkin to the Bruins on a one year deal. They should try to do that. Then we're like, no, he's <laughs> going to go back to the Penguins. You imagine? <laughs> oh. I mean, hey, all this is setting up is is uh, Matthews next off season, right? That's what we determined. That's what I'm saying. Matthews, the player, not the person, at least. Yeah, yeah, no, he'll lead that in Toronto. Yeah. And it's not even like, especially because you know I'm Canadian. It's not even what he did. For the Bruins, right? Like <laughs> he he's a member of the Triple Gold Club. He won at the Winter Olympics in 2010 and 2014. He won the World Championships in 04, and then he won the World Juniors in 05. He's the you only player Canada to boy. ever do that because it's such a unique thing. Where you know, how do you go to the IIHF World Championships before going to the World Juniors? I don't know, but he did it. Um, he even won the Spangler Cup as well. Like, Timothy. just an overall good player. And we were absolutely robbed of either in 2018 or 2022 having Marshawn and Bergeron and Crosby on a line at the Olympics. We saw it in the World Cup of Hockey, but no disrespect, that's not the same. That was fun. That was a fun thing. That was a fun tournament. R- random in North America. Yeah, and Canada versus Europe in the finals, which was like yeah. a best of three. Oh, and, and yeah, Chara and in game in game two, Chara scored Europe's first goal. Then Bergeron tied it, and Marshall scored shorthanded with like fifty seconds to go to win it. Um. I wish I wish we had have been able to see that to see that on actual Olympic ice and with that sort of um, higher level of real competition. No offense, Team Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Hey. I don't know. It's kind of crazy that he was only a three-time All-Star as well. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I really have much else to say that I've processed at this moment. Um, yeah, because if, if if we're trying to go through all of his accomplishments, man, like I said <laughs> earlier, we'd be here for days. It's yeah, it's all it's everything, you know. It's we all know Patrice. Well, we don't personally know, <laughs> but we know Patrice Bergeron, the kind of player and person he is. They're just the words don't do it justice, no matter what. And you know, it's just it sucks, but it's also like, wow, I got to witness that career. I got he played for my favorite team, won him a cup. That's awesome, but it's also sad. It's always sad when a player from your favorite team retires. You know, yeah, like uh, when. Oh my god. I'm trying to think of just a random obscure player that retired who played like one year at the Bruins, but I can't think of it. But, no. Um, hey man, if Peter Solarik retired, I'd be heartbroken. Yeah, me too if Kokolichev did too. <laughs> um, but no. I mean, obviously. A lot of good things. A lot of things to be grateful for. Doesn't mean it doesn't suck, realizing you're never going to see him again. Yeah. Well, on the ice, I guess. But hey. Yeah, I hope, Patrice. you know, if obviously only if it's something that he actually wants, he returns to the Bruins organization in some capacity. Because, um, I mean, Adam McQuaid's there as like player development coach. Chris Kelly's there as an assistant coach. You know, the the door is certainly open. And I don't think the Bruins would ever say oh, no they would, to they someone's. Would make absolute room for him. Yeah. But on like I was thinking that too. Like, like I I can't see like what role would fit Patrice Bergeron. Like, like God. Any, <laughs> and, yeah, any <laughs> position that I'm thinking of, it's like no, nah, Patrice Bergeron would deserve something bigger. But like I also don't want to see him become a coach because then I don't want to see like. Oh, Patrice should be fire. <laughs> that would put my mind in a pretzel even 10, 15 years from now. Yeah, even if it turned out to be like Wayne Gretzky with the Coyotes. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just be like, no, no, he's good, I swear. He can't be bad at something. He is perfect. Back in my day. <laughs> he was a part of the perfection line. He has to yeah. be perfect. Yeah. Hey, I won't miss that. I will not miss oh, not hearing the perfection line. Yeah, I, I will, because things will were now. good, at least. Yeah. Things were relatively good. Even when the perfection line was brought up multiple times when they weren't last even season. Playing the same line. <laughs> yeah, and even after DeBrusque went to the top line in 21-22. Like... The perfection line plus DeBrusque. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I just, that, sorry, this is a complete tangent, but that just made me think of... Oh, there we go. Yeah. Was it the Winter Classic? When someone was claiming that Hall had played center for the Bruins, yeah, uh, yeah. like what was? <laughs> I don't know if no, maybe it wasn't the Winter Classic. I know what you're talking about, though. But I yeah, I just found it March third, twenty twenty two. I just it, there's they said that the Bruins have Hall playing center, saying that Cassidy had talked about that in prov in practice, which like no, that never happened. Um, oh, you know what it was? It was, I see here, Mark Messier was saying that Taylor Hall was a center. Yes. 
Because, yeah. Mark Messier. <laughs> even, even really good players don't make good announcers. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, this really is just going to be one of those gradual things where it's probably just going to randomly come up in my mind and like I'll tweet it or something or make sure to bring it up whenever we end up recording next of just like, hey, Bergeron, let's talk about this. Because um, even then, there was a video from like 2015 of Bergeron supporting legislation supporting transgender people i think in massachusetts and it's like especially in hockey culture you never see that and even in 2015 mm -hmm. you barely saw that from just anyone in general like i know that's only eight years ago but society has definitely made some progress since then i would like to think and like to think yeah keyword you just it's just perfect i i don't <laughs> can we just yeah like uh well, he's part he's perfect okay. all right yeah yeah it's also weird it's not like he died or anything like he's still he's still here you know like he's still gonna be perfectly yeah. fine you know you'll probably see him at games or at events you know like rask i don't know like he rask he still does stuff associated with the bruins like he did the the boston pride uh hockey scrimmage hope so. earlier in june so you know i'm assuming bergeron's still gonna be around with the team he's still gonna be going to some games because ultimately those are his those are his friends it's not like he's you know marshawn's still incredibly close with him so you know from what i know but um yeah he'll still be around but it's not gonna be the same not seeing 37 on the ice absolutely but hopefully, at some point next season, 37 will be in the rafters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, also, I was wondering, too, like, it won't be long before we get something with Chara jersey retirement. Yeah. Because that, that's been a that couple... That should be this year, yeah. Yeah. So this might be in the centennial year, too. Oh, boy. I'm not ready for this. And It'll I be would... a wild card team, and we'll get all the feels. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> I would hope Rask as well. Like you if think you're... Rask gets his that. I would hope the winningest goalie in it. team history. I would hope so. Like nine twenty-two or one career save percentage. I so would basically, Tuukka Rask is elite. You might say that. I might say that so, so a thousand that. times. That, that's it? Eh. Yeah, it's probably more. I wish there was a way to find that out. <laughs> uh, man. I mean, on that note, I don't... I don't really have much else to say currently. Nope, I don't. It'll, it'll come Thank up. You, Patrice. That's really yeah. it. And you know, there's been listening to this, Patrice. There's been some more news since then, but that's not that's not the point of this of this one. So, well, we can end it there then. If you made it this far, 
Thank you. And unfortunately, Patrice Bergeron is no longer a Bruin.